It's now time to head west to chat to one of the superstars of the game. You can go follow him at Crips Racing. Sign up to his subscription. He's an absolute superstar. He joins us on Friday as per the last couple of weeks. Hello, Cripper. Pitty. Hello, mate. Always a pleasure to be on, especially on a big day like Railway State Day. Can't wait. Very quickly, um, there's talk of an easterly early, which tends to favour leaders, and there's talk of that swapping around to west-north-westerly, which would favour horses coming from behind. Is that, is, do we just sort of play it as fair and wait and see? I'd say so. 38 degrees, but with I think if there is any sea breeze, it's going to be marginal at best. So I'll be definitely focusing on horses that settle right over the pace until proven otherwise. But, I mean, I guess for the actual spectacle, you'd, like to think that they might be able to make a little bit of ground as the day progresses. But, yeah, just not sure how much wind we're going to see. I know you're more of a sniper, so I'll sort of run through the card and tell me if you've got them at the top of your market. Race one, number three, Diamond Scene. I nearly made it my best on the card. Yeah, as you know, I'm not a staying race man by any stretch, but it was a pretty impressive last start. Pike goes on. I can definitely see why it's popular. Race two, number eight, King Sicario. Close enough to I'm happy to risk plays with fire. Yeah, I don't mind this one, Fitzy. Um, good first up run, and obviously the form through Stormy Tawny has held up. I think it's a, a decent each-way bet to sort of start the day. And somewhat agree with Pleasure's Fire. I've actually got her on top, although she's drawn gate four, and everyone's saying, oh, you beauty, we're going to uh, be able to ride her closer. But if you just watch how she is out of the gate, I'm not sure if she has that tactical speed to utilise a good draw. So it's really going to be interesting to see where she gets to in the run, and like you said, early in the day, could be a little on pace. She might just get a pair too far back and be another flashing lights run, but I know kind of her grand final, so I know they'll be pretty keen to have her and hold her in a spot. Uh, race number three, I sort of thought you could play the five um, and the seven and the one, the six starry heights in there too. They sort of seem to be the only chances for me. Yeah, I thought this race was pretty tricky. Uh, starry heights obviously went to another level last prep. Trials haven't been too bad, so just looking forward to seeing him come back. And yeah, you know, he's got that winter form, so just seeing if he can do it at Ascot. Uh, I didn't have any real lean here. I thought Kuramundi would go good, but yeah, no bet race for me. Uh, same with the Magic Millions, they're always hard. I took the race experience, the one, one more, too many. Yeah, similar to race one, Fitzy. Um, yep. I don't like staying races, and I don't like two year olds, so you're. I've just listened to you here. I've got no idea. I haven't watched any and, of the trials. <laughs> well, the staying race in race five as well. I can't cop Casino 17 at 225. I think be optimistic's over. So I'd like to follow that for LK. So I'll stick with it. We go to race six. So Magnificent Andy's short enough. I found this pretty solid race. I thought Vast Art was some hope each way. Really good race. Really even one. Definitely wouldn't talk you out of backing Vast Art. His trials have been... Pretty good. Uh, I'm actually, this is probably the first race on the card where I'm keen to have a bet. And look, he's definitely not the best horse in this race by any stretch, but he's the only leader. The horse I'm talking about is number nine, Big Three. He's just been building really nicely to, I think, a peak run. He's the only leader in this race, and it doesn't look to be a lot of speed, so I reckon he can control it. Uh, if you go back to his best form from last preparation earlier in the year, he was pushing the Velvet Queen at basically level weights when he got to find his own way out in front and dictate. And the Velvet Queen obviously goes around in the railway a bit later on off a really good first up run. So at each way, sort of around double figures, I'm going to have something on him and hopefully he can lead and give a kick.
think Terry's got to push there too. Race seven, the WA Guineas. Um, I thought zip away and investment strategy were overs and Keshi Boom and Super Smink are the dangers. So I'm just backing the overs here. Hope for the best. Yeah, fair enough. It's a great race. Could end up being the race of the carnival for mine. Uh, the boys, are, they've definitely got a good bunch, but I'm sticking with the Phillies and in particular Super Smink. I just feel there's a real sense of timing about her. She's good first up when I don't really think they expected to win. Second up, she probably put in a flat one. But Dan Morton, one of the best grand final trainers we have in this state, he set her for this. Her form from her two-year-old days is exceptional. And look, dare I say it, she's just got a real Amelia's Jewel feel about her. I think their career paths are on the same trajectory. Just She's one year later, obviously, so... I'm going to back her in. I think she's the best horse in the race. Good gait. She gets a weight pull on the boys. I reckon uh, she's going to be awfully hard to beat if she gets a clear run at him at the top of the straight. The railway looks wild. I thought Comfort Me, Maracino and Bustler were all overs and you can sort of save or make a little money on Tuvalu. Yeah, this race gave me a headache. I had Tuvalu and Al on top, but I was $7 a field, so both of their respective prices don't represent any current value. Oh, you could uh, have six or eight guesses in this and probably still miss the winner. Just wouldn't uh, disagree with any of the ones you just mentioned. Dom shoot, I thought, could be a bit of value. It loses Pike, but if he gets that right run, three-depth recover, uh, he could run a race. Like you yeah. said, Maricino. Can, um, the best of him is very good if he can lead and you know on a day which potentially might suit those out in front. And Yeah, cracking race, but tough one to be playing in. I thought the last was just completely wild. Nine five seven three two. Hope for the best. <laughs> if you thought the railway was hard, well, far out. Uh, tell you what, if you're down going into the last, I reckon you just might not be your day because if you can find a winner in this, then good luck to you. Um, to be honest, no real idea or push. I was with Rear Admiral first up, which is a little bit disappointing, but I think she's a pretty good horse, so prepared to give her a mulligan. However, definitely not as confident. I think I said the same thing last week. Nowhere near as confident as what we were first up. So for the sake of a tip, she goes on top. But yeah, I mean, this could easily be a... You could basically take the whole field in the quaddy and um, yeah, no one would uh, have a crack here, I don't reckon. Fully agree. Just repeating, a couple of plays? A couple of plays for me. Best bet by Fairway, race seven, number 13, Supersmink in the Guineas. Looking forward to seeing her... Produce her very best. And then just one a bit wider, race six, number nine, big screen each way at around double figures. Think you can lead and give a kick. Appreciate your time as always, Cribber, mate. You're a star. Look forward to chatting to you throughout the carnival. Anytime, Fitzy. See you later, mate. Dan Cripps there, Cripps Racing. Go follow him. Go get the subs. It's worth it. He's an absolute superstar. One of the best blokes going around. More to come on the other side of this. This is the Form Lounge.